0: and welcome. You are listening to the preparedness breakdown podcast, a no nonsense approach to everything preparedness. My name is Terry and I am your host here on the breakdown. For those of you who don't know me, I have a background in the fire service where I have worked as a professional career firefighter and paramedic. I have also served a couple years in the military and I have spent the better part of the last 25 to 30 years learning and prepping in some form or another. I currently own a preparedness supply company and serve as an instructor in many disciplines, including firearms and medical training. So with that covered, let's get started with today's episode of the Preparedness Breakdown. Okay, today's date is Saturday, January 1st, 2022, and this is Episode 1 Alpha, The Journey. Let's start with the concept that preparedness is a journey. Everyone, and I mean everyone, is at a different place in life and a different place on the path of their journey. So how did we get here? our circumstances, upbringing, education, background, training, and experiences have led us to the exact point that we are at. For me, it started when I was a youngster. My dad would take my family and I on trips to the mountains of California to prospect for gold. We would leave early on a Friday morning and return late on a Sunday evening. On those trips, I would learn valuable skills about provisions, security, how to shoot, what demanding work was, and I learned about natural resources. I learned about having a plan, and all the logistics and effort necessary into making a trip like that work. I was learning the importance of preparedness, but I had no clue I was learning it. Fresh out of high school, I joined the Army. I had the privilege of serving in the 1st Cavalry Division as an armor crewman. My main job was being the driver of an M1 Abrams main battle tank. I did not serve during a time of war. However, the training I received, including the discipline and tactical training, was invaluable. Again, I was learning the importance of preparedness, but I had no clue I was learning it. I continued on with my young adult life, going through the paces, working, learning new things, and raising a family. Shortly after my dad passed away, my brother and I were going through his belongings. We came across a red backpack. Inside were several items that I never knew he had. Emergency drinking water packets, medical first aid supplies, rain ponchos, emergency foil blankets, etc, etc. It was at that moment that the light came on. I finally realized that he was trying to get me to understand that preparedness was important and something I should be doing. My dad was an intelligent man, though he never spoke of it, but it was quite obvious to everyone around him. From that moment in time, I continued on my journey to preparedness with a little more fervor and purpose. Boy, did I have a lot to learn, and we all do. I wanted to start with building my firearms and ammo collection, like a lot of newbie preppers do. I thought this was the greatest thing I could do to be prepared. My wife at the time was totally against having firearms in the house, even though I had a few, getting any more was completely out of the question. Fast forward several years and a divorce later, I was ready, willing, and able to really start learning about preparedness. I started reading all I could about the subject and started attending prepper conferences and expos. I made a ton of mistakes along the way, and you will too. And that's perfectly okay. Just learn from the mistakes that you make. You see, preparedness is a journey. Everyone is truly at a different place in their journey. Some are well-advanced, or at least they think they are. Some are just beginning. Like myself and you, everyone starts out somewhere. When you come across folks that are just starting out, be aware of how you had to learn from scratch and help them. Take a moment and reflect on your journey. Where and when did you start? What was the moment in time when you decided you needed to become prepared? There is a reason why the journey is episode one. Throughout future episodes, we're going to reflect on the journey. I'm going to share experiences with you, both good and bad. Hopefully, you'll be able to learn from my successes and failures, and apply them where you can to your own situation. So, where do we go from here? How do we start or streamline the process of preparedness excellence? Being successful in preparedness is not about having money, supplies, a bunker at some remote location, or a huge stockpile of guns and ammo. In some circumstances, those things will help, but not always and not for everyone. Let's talk about the top four most important concepts you need to know about being successful and giving you and your family the edge to being well-prepared. We will discuss these in order of importance, with number one being the most important. So without further ado, here we go. Number one, it is all about the mindset. If you don't have the right mindset and attitude, it is game over, and your preparing efforts will fold like an accordion blowing crappy music everywhere. But I feel like I'm preaching to the choir because you are all here listening to this podcast. It does go deeper than that, though. We really need to ask ourselves, why are we preparing? This differs from the question of, what are you preparing for? We will get into that in a little while. The question at hand is, why are we preparing if your reason is for anything other than the survival and protection of you and the ones you love you really need to reevaluate your thought process here is an idea that you can share with those in your circle of family and friends who don't understand the concept of needing to be prepared think of it as catastrophe insurance just like home auto or life insurance only better it is your hedge against a natural or man-made disaster. And you get to choose your own coverage, write your own policy, and only pay the premium you decide to pay. It's a win-win-win where it comes to being protected from a greater loss. As for the question about what are you preparing for, let's talk about that. First and foremost, a little disclaimer. I'm going to get real here because I'm a realist for all intents and purposes. And This is where I'm probably going to piss some people off right out of the gate. And you know what? I really don't care. I have heard every probable scenario of what people are preparing for. And quite frankly, there are a lot of whack jobs out there that have pigeonholed themselves into claiming that I am preparing for the, the, the implosion of the solar system. Are you freaking kidding me? If you are one of these people, just stop, Please. You not only sound stupid, but you give the rest of us preppers a bad rap, and we really don't need the help. We can accomplish that entirely on our own. Thank you. Need me to be more specific? Okay. If you are specifically preparing for the impending zombie apocalypse, or a solar flare, or an EMP, or a shift in the tectonic plates, for the love of God, you sound like you're a couple peanut butter sandwiches short of a picnic. And if you are one of those special morons that think the zombie apocalypse is a real thing, well, I don't know what to tell you. You can't fix stupid. But here is how and what you can fix. Don't prepare for anything in particular. Prepare for everything. Fact of the matter is, with some specific nuances, preparing for everything will cover preparing for anything specific. Just don't be that guy or gal. Okay, so I'm going to assume that if you are still here listening and haven't clicked off, that you were not super offended by that last bit. If you were, well, adios muchacho. I won't get into the whole being offended concept. That is another episode in and of itself that could last for hours. But I digress. On to number two. Training, knowledge, skills, and abilities are far more important than physical preps. It is great to have all the physical preps in place. A long-term cache of food and water, that secure bug-out location in no man's land, a huge supply of guns and ammo, and you're set, right? Absolutely not. While these are all good things to have, it is much more important to have training, knowledge, skills, and abilities. The number one resource that you can possibly have is your brain. Having a gun and not knowing how to load it, chamber the round, take the safety off, Aim at your target, pull the trigger, continue with follow through, and repeat. Well, that makes that gun a paperweight. Knowing how to do that is a skill. A skill you need to have to be successful in hitting your target and having any resemblance of what it is to be able to protect yourself and your loved ones. What skills and knowledge are important? Glad you asked. How about medical training, communications, security, food preservation? food acquisition, gardening, canning, how to run mechanical equipment, and the list goes on and on and on. It is difficult to know and stay proficient in all these skills. We will talk about that more here in a little bit. The point is this, you need to be well-rounded. And I'm not talking about around the waist, even though some of us are talented enough to pull that off as well. You should strive to be a jack of all trades and a master of a few. It all comes down to balance. Regardless if we're talking about your preps, each individual specific area of prepping, or your knowledge, skills, and abilities, the key is to be balanced and well-rounded in all of them. Anything less is a recipe for disaster. How do we accomplish this? The key is training. Continual and persistent training. Have you ever heard the term, use it or lose it? Well, That phrase rings true. If you don't continue to practice and hone your skills, you will not retain what and how to do things over the long term. Sure, there are things you won't ever forget, like how to ride a bike, but that cannot be said for a great many skill sets that you will need to know to solidify your chances of effectively managing a short or long-term emergency. And now, a word from our sponsor. The Preparedness Breakdown is sponsored by... Iowa Preparedness Supply. Iowa Preparedness Supply provides emergency preparedness supplies, products, items, and training to individuals, families, and groups of all sizes. Any natural or man-made disaster can be difficult to navigate. However, those who plan ahead of time and are prepared have a greater chance overcoming the challenges associated with a long or short-term disaster. Plainly put, failing to plan is planning to fail. That is why Iowa Preparedness Supply wants to get the supplies, equipment, and training you need into your hands at a reasonable cost. We offer items like solar-powered flashlights, fire starters, emergency medical supplies, essential oils, ballistic armor, smoke grenades, less-than-lethal rubber ball and pepper ball guns, water filters, gas masks, and firearm laser training products, just to name a few. We also offer group training in the areas of communications, security, emergency medical, preparedness, group and team dynamics, and firearms training. You can reach us by visiting our website at www.iowapreparednesssupply.com, by phone at 712-600-4509, or by sending us an email at info at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Okay, number three, don't get overwhelmed. There is a lot to this whole preparedness thing. So much so that it can be super overwhelming. So many things to know about. So many things to buy or acquire. How am I going to do it all? Where do I start? These are the questions that every prepper asks themselves or thinks about at one time or another, or actually more often than not. Here are some tips on how you can navigate this colossal venture. Don't try to do it all at once. Slow and steady wins the race. How does one eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And that is how you need to approach preparedness. It is virtually impossible to get it all right here, right now, in terms of physical preps and the know-how to effectively utilize those preps. So you have to be patient. Remember, good things come to those that wait. Start small and build slowly. In my experience, one of the best ways to build your preps is over time. Let me give you an example of just one thing I did to build an inventory of a preparedness item. Water. It is important, and I wanted to have an ample supply on hand. I live on a farm and have a well that we draw water from. The water's adequate, but isn't the best quality as there's a lot of iron in the water. I wanted to have cleaner drinking water, so I got one of those water cooler machines, you know, the ones you see in an office building with a big jug of water tipped upside down on the dispenser, and that neat little cup holder that supplies those paper cone cups. I have the Culligan brand, but that is beside the point. So the five-gallon jugs had to be purchased. And we would go through about one to two five-gallon jugs every week or so. So every month, I would take our empty bottles in and get them refilled. Plus, I would buy one extra jug. Every month, I would increase our inventory by one jug. Over the course of a year, I went from having four jugs to having 16 jugs, and then to 28 jugs over the next year. That was enough to hit the level of capacity I wanted. So I was then able to divert those funds for the extra jug each month onto another area of preparedness, which brings me to the next tip. Prioritize your preps. When I first started out, there was no rhyme or reason to the order of supplies or preps I would acquire. I had to learn to prioritize the most important items, get them, and then go on to the next most important item on the list. Prioritize and execute. It is one of the laws of combat that I learned from a book called Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy SEALs Lead and Win by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. One I highly recommend you pick up and read. I am not receiving anything for promoting their book. I just wholeheartedly believe in the concepts that they teach and think it is a phenomenal book that will elevate you in everything you do. What does prioritizing your preps really mean? It's not the same for everyone. Like I stated before, we all have different situations. Where you live alone can have a huge impact just in addressing the needs of the climate. You will prioritize differently from others. So find out what it is that is the most important to you and tackle that first, then move on to the next item on your list. The final tip for this section is stay within your means. It is super easy to break out the Visa or MasterCard and go hog wild with buying all of your preps because, well, I need this, I need that, I need 16 of these and 24 of that, you get the picture. Nothing will dig you deeper into a hole than charging your way to having elite levels of preparedness supplies you need to prep on a budget. Find out how much your bills are, including gas, food, and incidentals. Pay for all of that first. And then what you have left is your prepping budget. You can definitely add more to that prepping budget by cutting elsewhere. Maybe stop buying that extra mocha triple shot caramel with sprinkles latte Big Gulp every morning. Give up the lottery tickets. Trips to McDonald's every day. Or cut your kid's school lunch ticket wait, 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 wait. That was a joke. Nobody expects you to give up on the golden arches. My point is this. If you truly see the need, that will help you prioritize your preps over other things. You will find that sacrificing in other areas is well worth you being able to accomplish your prepping goals. And if you still feel like you need to get some things and pull out that credit card, Head on over to www.iowapreparednesssupply.com and go ballistic. Sky is the limit. Max that thing out. Shameless plug, I know, but it's my preparedness company, so I have to promote it somehow. And it is your one-stop shop for a slew of preparedness items. Number four, you need a team. Build your own tribe. A little while ago in the training knowledge, skills, and ability section, We talked about all the things you need to know and be able to do. While being a jack of all trades is important, it is literally impossible for you to be able to know all and do all. This is one reason you need a team. It is in my humble opinion, and you can surely disagree with me if you wish. That means please refrain from sending me a bunch of hate mail as to how wrong I am. I wholeheartedly believe the absolute best prep that you can possibly have, without a doubt, is to have a team or a tribe, and here is why. Number one, we already stated that you cannot know or do all. That's the great thing about having a team. Everyone has different knowledge, skills, abilities, and provisions. They pick up where you lack and vice versa. That is why I suggest you be a jack-of-all-trades and a master of a few. The things you are not a master at, well, your teammates can be masters and cover those particular skills with everyone knowing a core set of skills. There is a reason why the military sends everyone to basic training and then sends them in different directions to learn about their own specific MOS or military occupation specialty. Number two, you have to sleep sometime. Providing 24/7 security for yourself and your family is a daunting task in and of itself. This could drain you down before you even think about providing for the other basics you need to survive. Having a team allows you to cover a longer range of time from a security perspective and also allows you to get some downtime when you're not pulling security duty. Number three, having a team is a force multiplier. From a security perspective, The more of you there are, the less vulnerable you become to outside attacks. You basically become a harder target. Plus, when it comes to protecting yourself, having more people be able to work in unison increases your chances of overcoming the odds. Synergy. The whole is greater than the sum of each individual part. You can accomplish more together than any one individual can on their own, even if that person is superhuman. Number four everyone shares a piece of the pie. Many hands make light work. If everyone does his or her share, that lightens the load for everyone as a whole. There are so many things to be done and so little time to do them in. Having a team allows you to delegate tasks and more things can get done simultaneously. Okay folks, that wraps it up. Episode 1 Alpha, The Journey is in the Books. If you like this podcast, I would encourage you to like and follow us. You can help us keep this podcast going by donating or by joining the P38 Club on our Patreon site. Subscribers will have access to exclusive content and specials when they become available and will receive a monthly discount equal to your subscription amount for purchases on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website. That gives you the opportunity to get back your subscription fees while still enjoying exclusive content and access. You can also find us on Facebook, Bullhorn, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon Music, Player FM, Listen Notes, and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcast. You can visit our website, thepreparednessbreakdown.com, and hear us via the embedded player at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Tell your friends, family, and neighbors about this new podcast dedicated to preparedness. You can also reach us by sending an email to info at thepreparednessbreakdown.com. Well, folks, that'll do it for this episode of the Preparedness Breakdown. Until next time, stay vigilant, keep learning, and keep preparing.